Hey, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Inspirates podcast, where I bring you inspiring conversations about passion, purpose, and progress. My desire is to inspire you to live a purpose-driven life and to always give your dreams a chance. So if any of the content I give you here inspires you, please do share on the socials and tag me at I am Daba. I would really love to hear from you. In today's episode, I am going solo because I want to introduce to you my very first series on the podcast. It is titled The Father's Love. If you have read my book, The Jumpstart Effect, you would actually know my story. In chapter four of the book, I tell my story of being stuck in the past. And I want to read an excerpt from the book before I actually get to the topic of today's episode. I'm going to read from chapter four. It's on page 76. It's a section titled Forgiven. The good book says, we should not let the sun go down upon our anger. But in my case, it's set more than 5,000 times over 14 years. Can you imagine 14 years of concealed cancerous anger and pain? 14 years. It was not until God forgave me for my lack of forgiveness that I learned to forgive. The experience of forgiveness surpasses all the lectures that one can get about forgiveness. When I was in grade 9, February 2007, I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into my life. It was then that I learned to forgive. I forgave my uncle who had died by then. I forgave my father, but I had not dealt with the effects of the anger and the pain that his absence had caused me. In the Christian community, I found men that I looked up to, men who were different from the ones I had known from my childhood. They were happily married, loving and caring for their wives and kids. More importantly, they did not drink. Pastor Simon Mazibugo of what is now the Christ Apostolic Church is one of those men whom I learned a lot about life by just looking at his conduct and ministry. Looking at these men changed my perspective of men and manhood, but it never helped me deal with my pain. I had forgiven my uncle and my father, but was still stuck in the past. I was not entirely free because of the anger and emotional pain I had bottled inside of me. I kept it in my heart for such a long time that it felt like a part of who I am. I had become oblivious of its toxic effects on my self-esteem, my confidence, and my relationship with others. If you want to hear the rest of the story, you've got to get the book for yourself. But the point I'm trying to make here is that I grew up without my father. And that had a huge impact on my development as a child and the person that I became and how I showed up in the world. But I could only realize the impact of his absence and of the anger I had harbored inside of me when I was at varsity. And I believe many of us at, at that age get to confront these kinds of issues. At the time, I was excelling academically, but emotionally I was stuck. And that's when I started the process of forgiveness. That's when I started the process of dealing and healing. But the time I met my wife and decided that I'm going to marry this one, I got confronted by other questions as well. 
I had so many anxieties. One of the biggest anxieties I had was that I didn't grow up in a nuclear family. I did not have a model of what it means to be a husband. I did not have a model of what it means to be a father. And that got so magnified that I even lost sight of the models that I had within the church community, within my my friendship circles. Some of my friends got married before me, but also the model I had in my grandparents who raised me. That was when these kinds of questions came back. And for some people, it might not be raised around the issues of getting married and wondering what it's like to be a husband or what it's like to be a father. But it might be questions of identity. Some people have never met their their fathers. Some people have never really had any contact with their fathers. They grow up not knowing even their father's surnames. And they have these kinds of questions of identity that if I do not know my father, so who am I? And these are questions that can have a huge impact in how we show up in the world. They can have a a huge impact in how we show up for others and also how we show up for our dreams. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know I'm a big believer in giving one's dreams a chance. But these kinds of issues can affect the way that we show up for ourselves in terms of building our dreams and getting to where we want to be. My experience during the time of preparing for my wedding actually made me realize that as much as there's peace between me and my dad, but our relationship is not where it should be. It's not where it could be. And I really feel that there's a lot that we both need to learn about what it means to build a father-child relationship, and there's still a long way for us to go. So in a quest to do that and to learn about those things, I wanted to look at positive stories of people who've had very good relationships with their fathers. And this is also because a lot of the times conversations around this relationship between father and child often get dominated by negative narratives. They get dominated by stories of brokenness, by stories of pain and and emotional challenges and the psychological impact that this kind of breakdown of relationships can have on, on, on a person. And I know those are real stories of people. Those are real experiences of people. They cannot and should not be ignored. But I find that sometimes those kinds of stories don't always lead to a positive outcome. They don't always lead to forgiveness. They don't always lead to reconciliation. So I wanted to do something a little bit different. I want to look at stories of people that have had positive relationships, deep and intimate relationships with their dad, and a different conversation. I wanted a positive conversation that can help us learn some lessons about what it means to build a father-child relationship. So I have four guests in the series In the first episode of the series, I'm in conversation with uh, Zamas Kakan, who is a speech therapist. She's also a YouTuber. She's also a pastor. Please do go and check out her content. And we're talking about her experience of being raised by a blind father, but also having a very strong and tight relationship with her father and how that has impacted the way that she sees the world and interact with the world as well. 
When I was about to get married, you summoned me. <laughs> and my wife doesn't know about this. I do feel that there is a need because we don't spend a lot of time teaching our boys how to become men. Tell me about your relationship with your dad. It was an amazing, mm. amazing relationship to have with him. Zama, how did being raised by a blind father shape your childhood? Wow, I think... Um, one, I appreciate life more. In the second episode of the series, I'm talking to Tandogazi Maseti, who is also a friend of mine. She is a psychologist, a research psychologist, and we're going to be talking about her own relationship with her dad and the lessons that she has learned from being raised by a father who is a pastor and is also a school principal and had so many other people that looked up to him as a father. But at the same time, they had such a powerful relationship, a unique relationship from which we can learn quite a lot about building a relationship between a father and a child. So when my father passed, I remember I knew, I knew when he was ill that he might not live a year. So I immediately went to therapy. I think going to therapy before my father passed was more difficult than going to therapy after he had passed because then I'm sitting there, I'm like, I am a Jesus girl, I love the Lord, I have faith. How could I be speaking like this? You know, it felt like, um, what if this is like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? And thankfully my therapist, who's also, you know, has roots in Christianity, um, could understand because I, I could get there and say, But I believe God, you know, I believe that God can do it. Mm. But also I know that I need to come and prepare myself, you know. I need mm. to sort of come and just for sort of like to so that I don't fall into a depression because I knew this one would kill me. Mm. And it almost did. And then in the third episode of the series, I'm talking to author Neo Matope, who wrote the book titled often with living parents. Some of you may have seen it. I have posted the book on my socials. And we're engaging with her around the stories of dealing with the impact of the absence of her parents being raised by her grandmother and so many other things that happened in her life. And that is quite an inspiring story. You don't want to miss it. I've always felt like I was an orphan, you know, despite both my parents being alive when I was younger just before I turned 10 I had the both of them together I I have never really had a relationship with my father mm -hmm. the only thing that I have is his face really in the last episode of this series I'm talking to Pastor Tsepo Sekhwapa and we are looking at the love of a father from the biblical point of view. We're looking at the role of the father from a biblical point of view and also grappling with the question of what role can the church play in the lives of those that are growing up without their fathers. Maybe their fathers passed away, maybe their fathers are absent or whatever reason it may be. I'm currently reading Pastor Martin's book. I'm sure you, you know him. The Joseph Generation. Of One of the things he says in the very first pages of the book is that we are 
a generation that is in desperate need of fathers. What do you think is the role of um, a father? There's no better character in the whole 66 books of the Bible that best serve justice to that role. Mm. You, you, you can imagine the standard is <laughs> too much. It's very high. It's God himself we're speaking about. So my hope is that having this conversation will get us thinking and thinking differently about what it means to build and strengthen our relationship with our fathers. I would also appreciate it if you could share your own lessons that you have learned from your relationship with your father. Help us understand what it means to build strong relationships with our fathers. You can share those and tag me on the socials at I am Daba. I will happily repost that and continue to listen to the different episodes that are going to come. Please also share on the socials. I appreciate that and spread the word. Until next time, let us give our dreams a chance. Thanks again for joining me for this episode of the Inspirates podcast. I hope you found it to be quite inspiring. So if any of the content I give you here inspires you, please do share on the socials and tag me at I am Daba. I would really love to hear from you. Till next time, give your dreams a chance. Music